Hi, and welcome to the Markeisha Hall Podcast. I'm your host, Markeisha Hall, parent empowerment partner, IEP coach, and certified autism travel professional. And today I have a very special guest here with us. Someone I've known for my whole life, my dad, Mark Nall Sr. Woo! Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> he's he's shy, guys. So I'm very shy. <laughs> Until you get him to start talking. Exactly. So let's get me to start talking. So we're just going to, well, I guess I already introduced you. Do you want to, you want to say anything else about yourself? No, I could, I could be talking all day long. Okay. <laughs> this is at, true. At 64 years old, I got a lot of life and I got a lot of stories and, and all that kind of good stuff. But we're going to be talking about Joe. Josiah. About Josiah and grandparents. And something that I see um, in a lot of the support groups that I um, talk to and in, um, that I'm in and a lot of the clients that I'm with is that they have issues with their um, family members. I can't believe this because I'm, I'm very blessed. I haven't experienced this um, being insensitive in the words that they choose to use and even how they treat um, the child that has a disability. In Joe's case, it's autism, but it could be Down syndrome, cerebral palsy, any kind of um, disability that they may have. And um, so I want to you to I wanted to make this podcast, I should say, so maybe they can give it to that person that's not acting that nice and see how you how you are with your grandkids. I mean, there's not really a difference because you're a great grandpa anyway with all the kids, but um, you and Joe have a particular bond also. Well, yeah, I think the first thing that happens with me, I've been very fortunate and blessed to follow you throughout your career, uh, not only with teaching uh, and teaching in regular school, but teaching on the level of, uh, the kids with disabilities at Purdue. I think it was at Purdue Elementary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where I actually watched, I came to your class a lot. I was, again, fortunate again to have been retired and spent a lot of time with you watching your uh, commitment to helping uh, children with disabilities. So I think for me, that helps out a lot. So for all the grandparents, of course, you love your children, or you love your daughter, or son or daughter. But you, that first love has to be certainly be with your child, your son and daughter. Right. And then I, then I watched you. Uh, I watched the uh, the number of uh, teachers per kid. So I got a really good understanding of uh, the need for the kid with disabilities early on uh, when you first started with uh, teaching and yep. teach kids with disabilities. Yeah. So you know, I have a. A uniqueness because of my availability, right? But then uh, we got we got Joe, and uh, Joe and I kind of clicked early on. Yes, uh, because we're both light skinned or what? <laughs> yeah, you guys are the light skinned brothers. <laughs> yeah, so uh, you know we kind of connected, and I was a little bit reserved at first, to be honest with you, because uh, you know I just didn't really know uh, Joe that well. Right. But over over a period of time, Joe and I really con- started connecting, and then he started, you know, when I come over or whatever, he started running to me, and then of course we got the name and so on and so forth, uh, Grandpa and Joe, and 
it's just really a, a bond that's very, very, very unique. So um, go ahead and ask me some more questions because I'll get the wrap yeah. here. Yeah. No, that's a, that was good. I think that um, for some um, people that are listening right now, they may not have heard the other podcast. So we adopted Josiah in 2018. And during the adoption process, he was um, diagnosed with autism and um, he wasn't even using words. Remember, Dad? He, he didn't even talk till he was um, four. So it was um, different for our family. And we had to definitely find ways to um, communicate with him. And my dad used snacks. <laughs> so, snacks. so what, yeah, so what she's talking about is, and I, and what, ha what happened with me, I'm, I'm, of course, I'm a senior. And I have to have patience in life, period, to have gone through uh, my 64 years. And I found out that uh, that between Joe and I, he liked snacks. And so yeah. what I started doing, I started packing snacks. And what yeah. I was, I think what we were trying to do was just build a, build a rapport. And, of course, you don't never know what's going to make the, ch the child click. Mm-hmm. What is it that he really likes today or tomorrow or whatever? But you have to be paying attention. Mm -hmm. And I paid attention to these snacks. Yes. And lo and behold, that became our little deal, me and him, that I made sure that I had snacks in my car, snacks in my trunk, snacks in my overnight uh bag. <laughs> I had to have snacks because yes. he responded to snacks. And one, one thing yes. about Joe, he's consistent. Mm -hmm. I had to, I learned that about Joe. Joe likes to he likes to uh, he likes to dress. He likes to have his color coordination on time. He likes to be picked up on time. He likes to go to yes. bed on time. He does this dude is something else. But I had my eyes open. Yes. And yep. I and I and I was in a receptive mode. What is it that I can do for Joe as a grandpa? So when we're together, he responds to me, and we get along well. Right. Oh, it's been phenomenal. It's getting me choked up. He does. <laughs> you guys do have a good bond, and and what I heard you say that I'm hoping that other people are able to, you know, give to their friends or family that's um, not taking the time, or maybe they just don't know. Let's just let's not say that they're being mean. Let's just say that they don't know is um, just not to be afraid is to observe what the child likes. And in this case, it was snacks. He's highly motivated by snacks. And that bonded you guys. I mean, you guys do all kinds of things now. But um, when he was getting to know our family um, from coming in from foster care, it was um, just finding things that he liked. Instead of you saying like, oh, he's three or four, he should like these things. As a typical four-year-old, you looked and said, these are the things that he likes and you um, engaged in those types of things. And another good thing that you always did too is we FaceTime. And even though he wasn't um, using words that you could always understand, you still would be like, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, Joe. <laughs> you still um, respected his uh, use of communication. And he was talking your ear off about you know, remember when we couldn't understand what he was saying to us? Well, you couldn't. I could kind of, and I would kind of be like, oh, this is what he said. But he felt like he was talking to his, what well, he was talking to his grandpa. And you still respected that instead of saying like, what? And making him feel 
like he's not being heard. And that's important too. Well, I, I think I can add, I think uh, in, in, with regard to that, growth happens over time. And as a senior, we know that things don't happen overnight. So what we have to do is engage and, and do what we know to do. And that's to be patient. And so, you know, if I'm bobbing my head, I call it bobblehead. If I'm just saying, mm-hmm. if I'm bobbleheading and Joe is looking at me and we're, and, and, and granted, we have eye to eye contact. So he's really paying mm-hmm. attention and I'm paying attention. So you really have to be engaged in whatever it is that he's trying to, uh, attempting to do and vice versa. So we, we've yep. established that. We established that a while back ago. Whereby mm-hmm. we just look at each other and I say yes and I'm patient. And I'll give you another example. Joe can't play really ping pong really well, but he sure thinks he can. Right. I play, <laughs> I play ping pong with my grandsons and I have one to think he's the world's champion. Right. But I play ping pong and I love it. But I also, after uh, working out with uh, my oldest grandson uh, and Joe see us play, he always wants to play with me. Right. And I and I spend the time and play with him. Yeah. Now, granted, he's uh, only I don't know how old is Joe. I mean, how how tall is Joe? He's um little. Three feet, four <laughs> feet. He's three feet or four. Yeah. Whatever. He's really short, but I still give him the ping pong paddle and the ball, and we I still yep. serve to him. And of course, he beats me all the time, and he gets a kick out of beating his grandfather. <laughs> he and does. He looks, yeah. He he just you know he's it's amazing, but that's what we are. And each time I play him, he's growing. He we're, is. Yeah, we're communicating. Yep. He's getting better. And one of the things about being a, a grandpa is I know over time he's going to grow up. Uh, he's going to get better. Yep. And he may eventually beat me one day. Doubt it. But that's, well, that's where he's. That's that's his goal. <laughs> yeah. But he he loves it every time we every time I come over there. So. It's just finding little things like that. He loves to walk. Uh, you can walk with Joe two or three times a day if you yes, got the time. Yes, walks. You know, so, and he's very, very, very active. So, grandpas just have to see what it is, where where you guys can connect. I mean, where can, uh, what is it that you can connect on? I connect on certain things. The snack was a was a big deal. Now, I'm breaking them off. Now, I'm saying, you go get me a snack. Right. <laughs> okay. It's, but it's been a while. Yeah, I have a snack, but now I say, "Well, what do you got for me?" Yeah, so trying to reciprocate a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yep, mm-hmm. he does. He's got to save this for a snack for you. But I think sometimes it's scary um, for um, people that aren't around children that have disabilities. So you did have the advantage since I was in the classroom to see a variety of different students and different abilities. Um, but everybody doesn't have that. So, um, but you do get a little, like we had to have you pick Joe up <laughs> one time and um, tell us about that experience. Joe likes his routines. Remember guys, we said that Joe Josiah likes his routines and I don't know if we were out of town. Where yeah. We out of town. yeah, you we were guys out of, were out of town. town. You had to, you had to pick up Josiah. Now, Dre usually picked up Josiah from school. This was pre-COVID. Um, and my dad had to go pick him up. And um, it didn't go as planned. Tell well, us about it. Yeah, you know, just 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 uh, 
a you know real real thing that uh, occurred that I wasn't uh, uh, ready for. But I picked up Joe, and I think maybe I picked him up a little early because I had to pick up the other grandkids as well. And I believe maybe his snack time was two o'clock mm-hmm. uh, at the at, and and I believe I picked him up maybe at one thirty or something like that. But anyway, he had a uh, meltdown. And I'm like, oh, oh, whoa, whoa, right in the middle of the parking lot. Middle of the parking lot. Ah, so I took a deep breath. And instead of uh, uh, being the discipline, you know, maybe, uh, I don't know. I just, I just paused. All I did was pause. I took a deep breath and I looked at him and we had that eye contact. And it somehow, some way, it seems like he kind of responded to my eye contact. Mm-hmm. And because we had established some type of rapport, who I really am, I'm somebody that's uh, solid in his life, I'm mm-hmm. consistent, and I'm light-skinned. <laughs> so, and he didn't see any help around him either. He didn't see mom or dad. He saw me. Right. So I gave him a little bit of a break right there. Uh, you know, maybe you would have uh, spanked a regular kid or did something or maybe raised your voice, but I looked at him. So, you know, anyway, we got in the car and I had, of course, I had his snacks and he kind of calmed down, but I kind of understood that we were breaking his routine. Right. And one thing Joe is, he's a routine kind of guy. Yes. So that's what it was. So understanding your sibling, understanding your kid or your grandkid was, uh, is, is, and will be a, a, a great benefit uh, to you as you uh, venture into uh, helping uh, helping out when you can help out. I approve of this message. And I just feel really sad that um, when other uh, families are, you know, afraid, I guess I'll use that word. They're afraid of the unknown. And it really is he... The truth is you don't treat him any differently than any of your other grandchildren. Um, You just have to pay more attention to some of the things to connect on since it's not, well, it's more things now, of course, but initially it wasn't because he didn't have a variety of things that he really likes to do or he could communicate that he wanted to do. He has more, he's talking now, so he could be like, grandpa, let's play ping pong. But prior to him having... um, spoken language, he couldn't tell us. So you had to really observe and connect and see what it is that he likes um, to connect with him. And I think that's the big takeaway is to, you know, make the connection. If the kiddo likes to collect coins, which Josiah likes to do, then as a family member or parent, hey, bring some coins, (laughs) do something. If it's snacks, the cereal bars, then bring the snacks. It became a whole thing. Every time he, you know, saw you, it's still a big, a big deal because he gets still excited. You came over last week and he was like, look what grandpa bought me. It's my snacks. Um, so he still looks forward to that and knows that that's something that he can do um, and look forward to. So creating a connection on what that child um, interests are, even if they aren't typical interest like um like your other nieces or nephews or um cousins and things like that that child's unique unique interest that's correct 
Yeah. And then you, and then as as he as, as he grows, you find other things uh, that he likes to do. Uh, we set out on the uh, the front uh, on the swing, mm-hmm. and we start picking leaves off the tree, and I right. start making him count the leaves on the tree. Oh, I had another great story. You, you guys were gone again. <laughs> oh. Oh, oh, we were gone again. (laughs) Yeah, you guys are gone again. Because yeah, we I do I do my thing when you guys are gone. But it was funny because there was a lot of wind. It was a lot of paper and stuff out in the front yard, and I had him doing chores. Now, yeah, I mean, this is something we taught. I taught my kids my my kids how to do, Mm -hmm. you know, to clean up and stuff like that. And so, but he loved it. So I had him pick up the papers. Uh, in the front yard, anything that was not supposed to be in the front yard, I had him pick it up, put it in a trash can, and I put him on video. We had yep. a great time. And of course, yeah, now see something out there. He is like, I need to get that. Grandpa told me to clean that up every time. I can't even be outside. He was like, what is that? Be like some trash that have blue in the wind. There was a mask. He's like, oh, oh no. I got to clean that up. He picks it up and, and puts it away. I mean, that's it. And that's just one thing, grandpa's and stuff like that. We have another, we have two or three other things. I mean, he likes to pick leaves off the tree, but my thing about teaching is, uh, and about allowing a a child to grow in your presence is that every time you meet, you want to do something, you want to get for, for Joe, some Mm -hmm. similarities. Mm -hmm. So we we get the leaves and I make him, I have him put them in a pile. Mm Mm-hmm. And I count, we count the leaves, how many did he, did he get? And then we put them in a pile. And mm-hmm. so every time we, I sit on the, the swing up in the front yard there, I have him go do that. And it's very, very, very simple. But we, we pick leaves off the tree and we count them. Yep. And then before we leave, he has to take the leaves and put them in the trash. So systematically, I'm doing something that's going to help him later on to be a, be a, young, a youngster or, or a teenager and, a, and onto his adulthood. But those are things I saw he really enjoyed doing with me personally. Right. And then, well, uh, that's, that's really important, though, because with. Um, well, not Taylor. She don't like to be out and play. But Aiden and Jordan, when they were six years old, instead of you comparing them and saying, well, you know, they both love sports. They played sports. Um you know, we don't do or don't know that that's going to be for Josiah, but they definitely weren't into like picking and counting leaves and some of those other simple things that he enjoys doing. Um, but instead of being like, what's wrong with what's wrong with him? Because that people say that to other people's kids that have a disability. I know I'm taking aback, but instead of being like, well, what's wrong with him? Why would he want to, you know, he's six. Why does he just want to count leaves? Why doesn't he want to you know, ride his bike or, I don't know, play, um, what do the boys play? Play football, play basketball, do things like that. Instead of saying things like that, you just embrace it. And I think that's what we want. You You got to embrace what they are and not compare them to maybe your other um, grandkid, grandkids and what they were doing at that age. And you do a good job of doing that. You never, you never say anything like that. I think uh, for me, I have, I, I make, I make sure I make time. When I make when I make sure I make time, I make sure it's, it's important to me and Joe that when he sees me, we've established a rapport. I'll give you another example. Like I said, you got me on this podcast talking. I can just talk all day, but we were out in front again, and there's big, huge rocks in the front yard, and this oh, yeah. is something between between Joe and I. 
he started climbing on the rocks and then going from rock to rock. So I started saying, well, count the rocks. And the next thing you know, we're up to six or seven big, huge rocks. And so while I'm out there, he climbs on each one and he, he gives me the number of the rock, et cetera, et cetera. But that's between Joe and I. Right. But again, you have to you know, dedicate that, that time because my time is not all day. My mm-hmm. time is significant. I have a, a slotted time, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I utilize that slotted time. And I pay attention to Joe. Uh, I look at him and I give him my undivided attention. I'm not right. doing a baseball game or a basketball game. And, and Joe, when it's, mm-hmm. and when it's Joe and I time, we go for walks. We look yep. at rocks. We do trees. Yep. We pull trees. We do. We play ping pong. We do what we do. Right. And that's that's where I stay. In, I stay in my little uh, my little cupboard, if you will. And then I mark, uh, mark my daughter and the kid, rest of the kids. They have their their part. And so mm-hmm. I, I, kind of, I pretty much know my part when I'm around Joe and I right. give him my time. Right. Well, I, I know we have tons of other stories, but I promise to only keep you for 20 minutes because I want you to come back to talk about, I don't know, more specific things when I get a when I get a chance since I have the podcast every um, week coming up. So if you have any closing remarks, get it remark because you're Mark. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I, I think that uh, once you guys see the commitment that your child has for the, the kid with disabilities and you have a true love for your family, then you understand really what's going on. And I have more stories to tell you guys maybe on the next podcast, but I was a foster kid. And uh, for five years, as a matter of fact, my mother died when I was six. So this mm-hmm. thing runs deep into, into my soul with regard to um, raising my kids and raising my grandkids and being available. Mm-hmm. And so I am available and, and fortunate for us. We got Joe and Joe's my grandson. I'm grandpa. And we'll talk about that another, at another podcast. Yeah, that's it. Yep. We will talk about that. That'll be another one. Well, thank you so much, dad. I know where to find you. And okay. actually I'll okay. see you later on tonight for Aiden's birthday. Yep. And uh, say goodbye to the people. Okay, folks. Take care. Bye.